Foster's wife. Thanks so much for joining me. If you like the content of this video, please don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, as well as you can find this podcast on Apple and Spotify podcasts. I have a bit of a different background because my dogs are, my female dog is in heat. <laughs> so my male dog is going crazy. So I decided to record up in my son's room. So um, it is a little bit windy. So if you hear some rattling, it's just the window. <laughs> uh, today I wanna talk about the angel of light. Um, and that would be Satan. I just wanna shed some light on who he actually is, what his authority is here and why, and how we can, like, uh, how we can guard against him, you know? Um, so Satan is the angel of light. Lucifer actually means light bringer, but Satan means adversary. So that being said, he, um, he is our adversary. He does not like us. He challenged God. There was a battle before um, we were here and uh, he convinced a third of God's angels to fall with him. And his, his whole purpose is to take God's children who are us away from him. The only way that he can hurt God, he is created by God. So the only way that the created can hurt the creator is to attack what he loves and what God loves is us. So he is going to blind the hearts and the minds of unbelievers. It's really easy to do that. Um, and he is going to cause confusion in their minds and they're going to seek for validation from outside means because they don't know what it is to look to God for validation, right? So um, you can get a lot of confused people and then they all come into agreement and then all of a sudden you get what we see today, which is a whole bunch of just mixed up, confused people trying to figure it out, trying to, without God, trying to do that on their own. So that's what you get when you don't have God is you have confusion and, and you're trying to do it your way, your fleshy way. They don't know how to die to their flesh. So, and then for, um, for believers, Satan just tries to pull you away and he's really smart. Satan is very, very smart. He is cunning. He is deceitful. He, he comes to, to destroy. Uh, he doesn't come to be your friend. He may buddy up to you because that's how he knows he can get to you. But at the end of the day, he is going to suffer torture for eternity in hell. And he wants to bring as many people as he can with him because misery loves company. So um, just remember that. Um, now you have to understand the difference between God's light and Satan's light. Um, so you have to consider the source, you know, God's light will make you feel peaceful, will come with confirmation from other Christians. Um, you know, like for instance, today I'm talking to my husband about my podcast and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be talking about that in my message. And it just goes to show that like a partnership that is unified in God and who lets the Holy Spirit dictate their steps will work together as one, even though they didn't come up with it together. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't sit down with Chris and go through what he was going to talk about with his sermon this week and then decided to make my podcast. It was something that I was led to, to do and then he was led and it's the same thing. So that's two people functioning in the Holy Spirit. And I mean, it's just amazing to get that kind of confirmation for myself, especially 
from my husband, who's also a pastor. So um, where Satan will try to just pull you away from everything that God wants you to do, he will appeal to your flesh, to that if it feels good, do it. And you need to be able to know how to get away from that. Um, he's also going to trick you with signs and miracles. This is going to happen. It um, talks about it in Revelation. He is going to perform signs and miracles. And that's how he deceives a whole group of people. Um, and that's uh, Revelation 13, 13. And uh, he's going, he can send false prophets to you. So these look like people who, who look like Christians and who talk like Christians, but their goal is to get you not following God. And that might not be something that they're aware of either. There's this scripture that talks about, um, I believe it's Matthew 6, 22 to 23. If you think that the light within you is light when it's actually darkness, how deep or sorry, how great is that darkness? So with, I know it's kind of a tongue twister, but you get a false prophet who doesn't realize that what they've been taught or what they know is incorrect. Um, and it's actually something that Satan has um, influenced. Um, and then you get that person coming into a church and going to a person who's actually following God's purpose. And that false prophet will start to confuse and um, say things that don't quite line up and make you think, ooh, am I not doing it right? That's not who I want to be. And start make, making you question your own walk with God, making you question if what you're doing in your heart of hearts is right. And that happened to a friend of mine. I'm not saying that this person was attacked by a false prophet, but just the things that they were saying about her just so was not true. And, you know, you either don't know her very well or you have an alternate um, motivation. So you have to be aware of that. And, and you know, it's also going to be um, uh, like he's going he's going to send people to do his dirty work, too. So I think a really great gift that um, people need to tap into is discernment. Discernment allows you to figure out, you know, is this, is this true? Is this false? And just remember that everything God provides you is peace and um, it will be confirmed where my friend came to me and said, you know, I was told this. I just said, no, I don't agree with that. That is not, that is not from God. That is nothing, you know, um, it's just not something that I would ever see in her. And I told her, you know, like, if that was the case, I totally would come to you and it would be from love that I'm like worried about you, right? So um, it just, it really made my spirit agitated when I heard about it. So that's something that as Christians, we need to be careful of. These people, they will know the Bible enough that they will gain your trust and then you'll, they'll lead you down a different way. So, and like I said, they might not know about it. So that whole scripture of if you think the light is within you is light when it's actually darkness, how great is that darkness means that they may not have identified it as a darkness and they think that it's light when it's not. So if you can't even identify that that light is actually darkness, that's pretty bad. How great is that darkness? So you have to be careful of that. And, uh, you know, Jesus says in Matthew 10, 16, to be as wise as a serpent and as innocent as a dove. Get to know your enemy. 
don't spend so much time that you're fixated on on him. Um, but he he's smart. Get in his head a little bit, you know, like, you know that whatever he sends you is going to confuse you. And then he's going to use other people. But I think what we need to focus on instead of giving, giving the enemy that much power over us is, you know, whatever attack you're going through, lean into it because it could be something God is working out in you. You know, there's examples of that in the Bible. Job, he's like, he's this righteous man who Satan's like, let me, let me see if anything I can do will turn him against you. And so God allows it. So we need to understand that, you know, not every attack is going to be from the enemy. And I think we give him way too much power. Um, and it could be something that God is trying to work out in you that thorn in the flesh, those vices that you can't seem to get away from. You know, the enemy is going to present it. But if you can battle that, you're actually working for your purpose. You're actually working for God. It's when you get into it and you can go down that road that the devil's like, aha, I win, you know, and, and we don't want to allow him that power. So you need to be as wise as he is. Know what tricks he's going to put up his sleeve. Know what tricks he's going to throw at you before he does them. But then, you know, be as innocent as a dove. Don't give in to them. Die to your flesh and don't react. Satan wants a reaction from, from Christians and is very evident in Hollywood today. That's all he's doing. He's trying to poke us. He's trying to poke, poke at us so that we react and he goes to everyone else, oh, see, this is how they are. And we don't wanna do that anymore. We wanna act differently because for thousands of years we've reacted poorly. I think it's time we turn that around. Um, and you know, Satan's going to stop at nothing to make you forget that you are a son of the most high, a daughter of the most high king. He's gonna make you doubt it. He's gonna, your thoughts are not safe. You need to protect yourself from your thoughts. You know, he's gonna throw ideas in your head. He's going to, um, meet you with opposition, especially if you are walking with the Holy Spirit and you are going to fulfill a purpose that God has that's going to help millions, he will try to stop you. Satan will throw everything he has at you to stop you right in your tracks. There are some people out there who just attract attacks from the enemy because the enemy is scared. The enemy attacks when he's afraid. If you don't have anything to go against him, then he's not going to bother you. Why do you think unbelievers look like they're living this happy-go-lucky life and us as Christians, we look like we're struggling? The, the enemy doesn't need to do anything to them. They already don't want anything to do with God. So why would he bother them? He's going to try and take away the people who are living for God. It just makes sense. So you just have to, to be ready for it. And, and constantly, and when you're done one, doesn't mean you're not going to get hit again with an attack. He's just going to throw more at you. His whole goal is to get you to walk away from God. And he will not quit until you're done, <laughs> until your, your spirit has left this world. So you just need to prepare for it. Um, you know, triumph for the kingdom is disastrous for Satan. He doesn't want that at all. He wants as many to perish with him as possible. Because like I said, misery loves company. So how do we prepare ourselves as Christians? You got to put on the armor of God. You have to 
put on that belt of truth, the truth of God's word, which means you need to know God's word. You need to get into your Bible and not just read it, but know it. My husband does this amazing thing at our gatherings where he rightly divides the word, which means if something is said in one passage, especially Revelation, he can track it back into another part of the Bible, whether it be Old Testament or New Testament. So you have to rightly divide the word to find out what God is talking about or who the speaker is talking about in that in that moment. I find with the Bible, there's a lot of inference. And if you know your Bible, then you can infer correctly. So the belt of truth, uh, the breastplate, the breastplate of righteousness that guards your heart. Okay. Um, shoes of peace, standing firm, knowing that you're at peace with God through Christ. Uh, the shield of faith, fully putting your trust in God and allowing him to direct your steps not doing it your way, not pushing God aside and saying, you know what, you're taking too long. I'm going to do it my way. That's sin. You're rejecting what God has for you. And in, you may be prematurely moving when God wants you to stand still, or you may be standing still when God wants you to move. So you have to put your full trust in God, which is your shield of faith, your helmet of salvation, guarding your mind, your mind is a terrible place. It is a minefield and Satan loves to put things in there. He loves to influence you through music, through movies, through the news, everything. Um, especially nowadays, he knows we're addicted to our screens. He knows that we're addicted to um, instant gratification. And so he's going to throw all of that out you, at you. So you need to be able to guard your mind, take your th thoughts captive. And then final um, armor of God is the sword of the spirit, speaking God's word against Satan. Again, knowing your Bible and prayer. Prayer is the most powerful weapon that we have and we don't do it enough. Pray without ceasing. In the good times, pray. In the bad times, pray. But you need to pray with that white knuckled, I'm not leaving you until you bless me, even when things are good. You know, it's a discipline. These are things that as Christians, if we can perfect them, yeah, Satan can attack us, but he's not going to win. I think another thing that Christians need to be careful of is we need to respect Satan. Now, I'm not saying you need to like him, but you need to respect him. He's nothing to be trifled. Like you do not want to fool with him at all. You don't want to goat him. You don't want to tempt nothing. You do not want to poke him um, to the point that you're you're going to get bit. I, I said this analogy to my husband. It's like when I go into the ocean, I love being in there. I'm not oblivious, though, that there is a shark that's in the water. If there's a shark in the water, I'm going to get out. I'm not going to swim with it in the hopes that it's not going to bite me. But I'm also not going to get upset with it if it happens to bite me because, hey, I was in the ocean. That's where it lives. You know, so I'm not going to let this one thing prevent me from exploring, but I'm going to have a healthy respect for it where if I see it, cool, you do you, I'm getting out of here, you know, so, and that's protecting myself against that shark. I don't want to be bitten, you know, so these are things that you can, the, the armor of God is where we can really protect ourselves as Christians. And we also need to realize, and this has been a hard one for me, 
Our war is not with flesh. Yes, Satan will use people to come against you, but our war is not with flesh and blood. It's a spiritual war. It is happening now. It is happening all around you every single moment of the day. And there is no neutral zone to sit. You are, either, you are in it. No matter if you believe in God or not, you are in it. There's spirits among you. They are fighting for you. Now, which way do you want to go? <laughs> so you need to be aware of that. He, the authority, the, sorry, the, the war is in within the spirit realm with the rulers of the darkness in that spirit realm that have the authority. Now, the only reason that Satan has the authority is because Adam and Eve sinned. They gave that authority over. This is why Jesus died on the cross for us. So if you believe in Jesus, that is your, um, where is it here? That is your shoes of peace, standing firm, knowing that you're at peace with God through Christ, through Christ. Um, if you believe in, in Jesus and that he died on the cross for you, then you have that authority back. We have the same spirit in us that raised Jesus from the dead. And I don't think enough of us realize that. I don't think we give that enough attention. I think we're so focused on what is Satan going to do to me today and how am I going to make it through? No, no, you have the authority of Jesus in you. So no matter what Satan throws at you with respect, I know I'm going to get through it. And God's going to be there to help me. And why wouldn't you cry out to him? If you like anything that is going to get tossed at you is probably not going to be within your power to help or fix. You need God to work with you in it. And that means you can't let pride get in the way and say, I can do it on my own. No, you need to go to God with it, no matter what it is. And that's where Satan can throw those vices at you. So you need to die to yourself, die to your flesh every single moment of your day so that you don't fall back into that trap. Um, you know, um, scripture helps you get closer to God. It builds trust with God. He's telling stories. There's examples in the Bible from people who lived thousands of years ago, who could be going, who went through things that you could be going through today. You can learn a lot from, from the Bible. So, and I think that it can deepen your relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and and um, it will definitely protect you in the end, in end times. And uh, you also need to allow the Holy Spirit to guide your feet. You can't just go through this world on your own, especially with this spiritual warfare that's happening. Left to your own devices, you're going to fail. 100%. But, and I've lived that life. I tried to do it my way. I was filled with so much anxiety. Now, now that I'm out of it, I can look back on it and say, wow, that was anxiety. When I slept, I used to jump like, like jump, <laughs> like, like a baby where they have that reflex, where they feel like they're falling and they do this. I would do that all the time. And my doctor said, you know, I was having little mini strokes since I've recommitted my life to God and met someone and we function together with God. I haven't had that happen to me once. My body was so filled with anxiety because I was trying to do it my way, trying to manipulate the little pieces to go my way to make my future happen. And it wasn't working. Bad things happened to me um, when I was trying to do it all my way. And I was so filled with anxiety that my body was convulsing at night. <laughs> like, and honestly, I have not had an attack like that since. 
There is so much peace in my body. There's, and I can feel it. I can feel the difference. I don't know if I'm articulating it, but there is a difference. I know people can see the difference in my face. You know, I'm happier now. And so for anyone right now trying to do it on their own, like, like Carrie uh, Underwood said, let Jesus take the wheel. I mean, that's not just a song, that's actually real. Let Jesus take the wheel. Set yourself free. And you're gonna see your life change. But don't forget, when you're there, put on the armor of God. <laughs> uh, we need to have a healthy respect for the fact that Satan is out there. Satan is real, Jesus is real. And um, Satan is battling to try and get you to walk away from God. So put on the armor of God and be confident knowing that we win in the end. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you found this encouraging. Reach out to me if you have any questions. You can find me on my socials. They are listed in uh, the description box. I hope you have a wonderful evening and I will catch you next Thursday from Confet. Well, I will catch you next Thursday with confessions from a pastor's wife.